millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, everyone. Good morning. Happy Saturday. I uh, hope you're having a great weekend so far. Uh, it's a rainy day here where I am. I'm going to spend the whole day in bed. <laughs> no high hopes. I was going to do some decorating, some fun stuff, but who knows? Going to see how it goes. Um, if you got any questions, let's get right into them today. Uh, tomorrow, I cannot believe, first of all, I cannot believe we are winding down week 11 of the program. Did I not say, I mean, I, I know I say it every time, blows my mind how quickly the last few weeks of the program goes. Uh, m- messy middleman seems like it takes forever. Then you hit the last four weeks and like, bam, next thing you know, um, it's coming to an end. We do have a full solid week. The team is working full time. Uh, they're here this weekend. Uh, we're going to be here right to December 11th, answering any of the questions that you have. Still posting, um, still talking about how to get and keep that scale moving. Um, we are assuming that you're still looking to lose weight. Um, so that's what personalizing the plan is all about. It's literally doing all the things, maximize your efforts. The only thing that changes is that you no longer have to force yourself to eat if you're not hungry. So you're not adding in any new foods. Um, I noticed from my check-in this morning that some people are talking about how they're starting to recognize foods like eating breads, pastas, and stuff affect how they feel. So, you know, remember to still minimize those if you're looking to lose weight, right? Uh, Personalizing the plan is not doing your own thing. It's not just doing whatever you want. You're still pulling from the grocery list the same kinds of foods you've been having. But also, when I say um, kind of taking all the things that you've learned, so remember in week 9 and 10 when we did our higher protein fat revamp weeks, we talked about adding um, that protein and fat to your carbohydrates, kind of those that extra protein fat feeds into your satiety hormones, makes you feel more satisfied. So, so when you are having fruit and adding it in, you can have fruit for morning snack, you can have it for your afternoon snack, you can have it for both at this point. It is a great idea to combine it with a protein and fat. The reason why we did it in the beginning takes you back to the very first food plan video that we did, the rhyme and the reason behind the fruit snack on its own in the morning to replenish those glycogen stores quick, right? So remember each week we're building and building and building and building and, you know, um, changing and evolving. So you, it is a good idea. You can still have fruit on its own, but it's still a great idea to combine it with the protein and fat. So nothing changes. So remember, keep those to a minimum, um, especially when you've just lost your weight. We're going to talk about maintenance this week. Um, as well for week 12. So maintenance is giving your body time to adjust to your new weight, to make your new weight your new norm, or to make your new weight your new set point, right? So your set point is the weight that your body adjusts to and kind of jigs everything around, your your blood flow, your body temp, your hormones, your metabolism, all of it. And it gets comfortable within a certain range. That's why for a lot of you, it's very hard to get past a certain point. And then once you do, your weight just zips right back up there again. Plus, so we're lowering the dial on your set point, and, but your body needs time to adjust to your new set point. For example, your heart. So when you lose a significant amount of weight, the size of your heart needs to adjust. The size of your heart is a muscle and has grown to accommodate the size of your body and how much blood it needs to pump through your body. So when you lose weight, the size of your heart needs to adjust to that. I know that sounds crazy, but I'm hoping that helps put it in perspective for you. So your, body, your hormones need to adjust. They're always in flux, right? So... Everything needs to adjust. So once you've lost your weight, you want to put about three months into solidifying your weight. I know you just want to fucking be done. 
I get that, but it's, it's, you're not done yet. Part of sustainable or making it sustainable, maintainable is the physical part of allowing your body to get used to gaining weight. So you want to put at least two months, if I would say three months or more into solidifying your weight. So then you can continue with personalizing the plan, maintain status quo, minimizing any indulgences. Obviously, if you do use back on track, but you really want to keep them to a minimum. You don't want to challenge and test your body. So when people say, you know, members are starting to recognize how the foods um, they have been eating, like breads and pastas and pizzas affect how they feel. They always did. Same thing with gluten, same thing with dairy. You can totally eat it. Some people are more tolerant of it, but it always caused havoc in your body. Just because we can eat these things doesn't mean they're ideally designed for our bodies, right? So they kind of challenge our, our digestive systems. They challenge our bodies, which is why sometimes your weight can go up for so long and take forever to get back down because they, they actually have that effect. So you really want to minimize that. So you can use your personalized plan to solidify the weight that you've lost in maintenance. You can also use your personalized plan to get and keep that scale moving. Two totally different tensions. And then you can repeat the process again to keep that scale moving, or you can repeat the process again um, to maintain your weight. That's why you find a lot of people in this group who are doing it for the sake of maintenance. Still seeing it, maybe a drop on the scale here or there, you know, um, but noticing more of their body leveling up, getting even more in tune to their body's needs, addressing health issues and such, right? So that maintenance is really important. And then there's that testing the water stage. So there's, there's four stages to finally and proper. Reach your goal, like lose your weight, reach your goal solidify the weight, right? So that's that that three months, repeating the process, personalizing the plan. Then there's kind of like personalizing the plan, regardless of whether you're at, and testing the waters, right? Like, you know, having those things, understanding how your body responds to them, getting used to your normal fluctuations on the scale, trusting yourself, you know, being even more in tune to yourself, right? Continuing to ask those four questions to become second nature so that when you reach that fourth stage, you're just down with all of it. You wake up, you look good, you feel good, you, you know, you go about your day, you just, you eat when you're hungry, you know, drink when you're thirsty, that kind of stuff, super in tune to what your body needs. You won't overeat because you're, you're going to know what overeating feels like to you. And maybe you will overeat because it's so delicious. And if you do, you won't worry about it. You'll just get back on track, right? So um, that's, what, that's what that's there for. So next week, we're going to talk about maintenance. We're going to break that down for you. We're going to talk about next steps if you want to keep losing. Um, we're going to talk about next steps if you want to keep losing with us. Signed up for the January group and how to bridge the gap. We're going to talk about next steps if you just want to go it on your own and continue to lose, you got options there. And then, of course, we're going to break it down and talk about maintenance. We still are working out the details of our maintenance group. <laughs> Legit, we just decided to put it together. It's a big operation here. Like we, we have, you know, we have 52 people on staff. Um, we have a full-time uh, group of people working behind the scenes answering your questions. There's a lot of logistics to it. There's a lot of learning and training to it. So it's not just like open up a group. It's it's like it's it's we're a real company. Um, so there's a lot of logistics behind starting up a new group. So we will tell you everything that you need to know about that. Before I get into answering your questions, I do want to say uh, on Monday, we do our Celebrate and Inspire post. We will also be sharing our survey. If you could take time to fill out a survey, my gosh, we would so appreciate that around here. It gives us an opportunity to learn how we could do better because we're far from perfect and we're just kind of getting started. Um, also gives us great insight into what's happening there with the Libby method and the program, the process, the kind of non-scale victories you're seeing and such. Plus, if you do fill it out, you'll have a chance to win. Uh, we are giving away for our favorite things this year, 17 prize packs to celebrate to the end of our 17th group. One prize pack is an iPhone and an iWatch. So we're giving away some fun stuff. Uh, you one, one of the ways that you can enter to win is by actually um, filling out that survey. Also, don't forget to enter that collagen giveaway if you haven't. Okay, let's see where you're at. Hi, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Aaron. Had an opportunity to join my family in Whistler on Vancouver Island, where I'm from, after 15 years in Ontario. Nice. 
Uh, it's been a long time since I've traveled, so it's exciting. Yeah, a lot of people, been a long time. And I have some anxiety because my family isn't really safe for me. Mm. I grew up in a very appearance, fitness, and weight-focused environment. I'm, I'm the only one who carries extra weight. Yeah, that's tough. You know, people mean well, but man, sometimes the things that they say, things stick, right? They sting and they, they cut deep. I, I get this. Um, I've always been very strong in who I am, but it's that yucky feeling that the people who are supposed to love you most actually think less of you because you don't match their idea of who you should be. Yeah, you know what I mean? I get this. Um, who you should be. I have, I already have a fuck you attitude about it, but it still puts me on edge even at 48. So wish me luck. In other news, I am three pounds below my 10% weight loss goal of 20 pounds, dropping a pound a day for three days. Okay, I love this. I do want to go back to your, you know, um, send that, send your family love. This is what my, this is my suggestion for you. It Because it, it just feels so much better, you know, and, and it's about the energy that you're putting out and, and it's about how you feel inside. And, and, you know, people, sometimes they mean well, sometimes they just don't know any better. And I find a lot of people, when they say shit things, they're just dealing with shit, man. Deep inside, you got to feel bad for them because they're just straight up struggling, you know? And I know sometimes we want to throw angst at them and whatever, and we want to block it and whatever. Sometimes the best course of action that I've learned is to just send love. Because if you just send love, you're just love. And then that's what you're resonating with. Rather than you're resonating with the feels that you're, you, know, you have towards them, just send love to them because... Man, bless them because they must just be struggling and feel like balls inside, you know, because you can't you can't feel good when you treat people horribly, you know. So that's just my that's my um, that's my uh, my words of wisdom for you. It's not an easy fucking thing to do. It's not an easy thing to do. But, you know, sometimes when you're not sending when you send love, you can almost feel like this release and it's like you relax about it. And when you're kind of thinking the other way, you tend to kind of be obsessed in the feels and they kind of stick and they don't go away. Um, you know, send love, send love and send love to yourself. That's, you know, that's send love to yourself, send love to yourself, but your family and your friends, man, they're, they are the ones you're supposed to, they're the ones that's, you know, you're supposed to be able to lean on and people are supposed to be there for you. You know, and I know it sucks when they're not. Okay. Back to this in other news and three pounds. I also want to say, I got to add to this because when you put this kind of time and energy into yourself, it is a massive lesson in self-love. It is. And not only are you in tune with what to eat, when to eat, how much to eat, you're going to be in tune with everything that works for you across the board. You're going to recognize when relationships and situations don't work for you anymore. Like that's going to be very clear for you. Sometimes you're going to find yourself judging, but you're not. You're just realizing. It's not a judgment. It's just a realization that that just no longer works for you. You know, you may find yourself, you know, distancing yourself from relationships and friendships that are, are no longer serving you in a way that kind of fills you up. Do you know what I mean? And it's not that you you know, can't send people love. It's just this ain't, this ain't working for you. You know what I mean? So that's a real thing that actually happens when you get grounded in yourself by showing up for yourself day after day after day after day, you know, which is, which is really cool. But just a just a heads up on that. Uh, I am three pounds below my 10% goal of 20 pounds, dropping by a pound a day for three days. Yeah, this is where everything comes together. I entered into this with no expectations because I've always had the body that wouldn't drop anything until I've been killing myself over three months. Gina, you have built an amazing program, business, and team. Thank you. Uh, you and I are cut from the same cloth. Heaps of comeback, passion, and no time for BS. That's right. Do you know what I mean? Send the love, but carry on. And You know what? I, I, I get this. Yeah. 
all along with the right timing. It has been an absolute winning combination for me. Thank you for all you do. We'll jump back into the finish. To finish off the 12 days where I and when I return, so grateful that I feel so amazing, calm, and armed with the tools. We'll see you all in Bridging the Gap round two. I love this. Well, have the best trip. And you know that that's exactly it. You know, you 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 are a different person. That's the thing too. You know, and and sometimes when we're around family and situations from before where there's a bit of trauma, we can revert back. Do you know what I mean? We can revert back. So it's a great practice for you to still focus on what's important to you. Ground yourself while you're away. Do you know what I mean? End of day reflections, meeting yourself right because you're bringing a whole new body, physically, mentally, to the table, and then back. Even flying. You know what I mean? Um, in social situations, anxiety. You know what I mean? Especially in situations that, that, you know, can bring up some past traumas and stuff. So setting your intentions each day, end of day reflections, even though, you know, it's not about the food and the water, will just help you stay grounded and just mindful and aware of what you're, where you're at and what you're dealing with. Like, that's what's so cool about this whole process is it's not just the food because these are the skills that you need to get to that place that is not only calm physically, but calm mentally because we use food in so many situations to show love to celebrate, to break bread with people, to, do you know what I mean? We, we use food for so much. It's so intertwined with a lot of emotions. Uh, Wicked Wind in Niagara. I think I saw the Wicked Witch of the West blow by, yeah. Right? It was really windy here the other day. Um, does the weight go slower as you get to your goal? No, it does not. Weight does not get slower as you go get to your goal. So you know how you've done diets before in the past where it feels like a fight, like you're fighting it? And that's a mistake that people make here. You'll notice the opposite. This isn't like the, even portions. It's not about getting them smaller, 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 smaller. It's about being in tune with them. They're not what they look like. They're what they feel like. Because as you're going along, you may be dropping weight, but your metabolism is increasing. You might actually need more food in terms of portions, right? And every day is a little different. One day you might be might need one egg for breakfast. The next day, three. Sometimes people can fight against themselves and old diet mentality and once they, you start eating one egg, they're like, oh, I ju I'm just having one egg, one egg, one egg, one egg, one egg, right? When in reality, they might need three eggs someday. So that, that's really important that you don't bring that mentality in here or you have to start exercising more. Moving your body more, great. But if you're trying to offset what you're eating with exercise, that's, again, diet mentality. It's working against the process. Last few weeks of the program are about stepping up, supporting the body in its needs, not trying to control things, not trying to make it drop fat, not trying to, you know, do that kind of thing. It's really just feeding into the fact that at this point, your body doesn't want this fat anymore than you do. What does it need to be able to focus on that? Getting sleep, managing your stress. Sure, moving your body, but not overtraining. Do you know what I mean? Making sure you're giving it enough, not too much, but just enough. Do you know what I mean? Um, so as you go along, you are getting more and more and more in tune with your body's needs. Your body wants this fat gone less and less and less. It never did want it. It stored it because you told it to, right? But sometimes people perceive that it gets harder as you go because people are factoring in weight that they've lost that needs to be solidified. We had a lot of people really stubborn in the last couple of weeks. Like, I'm going to go back to the basic food plan because that's how I lost my weight. Yeah. And the reason why it's probably slower now or you've had a period of it being slower is because your body's working hard to solidify that weight that you've lost. And as soon as it does that, it's going to go back to dropping again, Right. Um, so like that, that food plan is great, but your body got used to that. That's why it's such a good tool for back on track. It's like a happy place for your body. It feels good. It does its job, but it's not the best when it comes to getting and keeping that scale moving. And then even if you're repeating the program with us in January, this is why you want to personalize the plan. And we're going to reset that again, bringing a whole new body to the table. 
So once you finish this program, for example, you might be eating one egg for breakfast every day. But, you know, come January, you might need to start that program eating dissatisfaction, eating three eggs because your metabolism is significantly higher, right? And your body's working at more optimal levels than it did before. So it doesn't get harder in the sense of other diets so that you're starving and depriving. You have to eat less, exercise more, feels like a fight. But it can get harder because the further you go along, the closer you get to your goal, the more mental shit you got to work through because finally and forever is no joke. You got to continue to show up for yourself. I think that's the hardest part for people. to show up for themselves like every single day, day in, day out, prioritize themselves in their own lives. We're taught that that's selfish. A lot of guilt, a lot of feelings come with that. You know, trying to trying to continue to reach this goal, which can seem like it's taking forever because you've been trying to do it for 20 years. You know, um, dealing with self-sabotage. Like sometimes the closer people get to their goal, the less diligent they are. They know they can do it, so they're not as diligent. They're freaked out by the fact that they're doing it. What happens when they do do it? Are they going to get it all back? Like, as soon as people lose, then all these fears come back. I'm like, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to maintain it now. So it does, it, it might get harder mentally. Physically, your body's on your side and wants the fat gone just as much as you do. But for other reasons, people perceive that it's harder or it's slower. But chances are, like we've heard a lot of people talk about how they've gone back to that maximizing post that they haven't talked a lot about in the last little bit and then give themselves new scores. Well, they got wiggle room for improvement. It's just that they you get to a point and it's like the psychology of effort that you think you've been working at it for so long. This is what I mean. Like some people think like you've been working at this for a few months. Some people have been working at their weight loss journey for 20 years. So they're bringing that baggage in here. Like I've been working at this so hard, like 20 years. Yeah, I get that. But you've only been doing this for a couple of months. And because you're thinking about it and you want it so bad, you think it should happen. And it, it you know, I would love for that to, ha to happen. But a lot of times the reality is that what what we think should be happening is not aligning with what we're doing, right? We're thinking about it and we want it, but we're not actually following through on the steps to actually get it. Like stress levels. I could say to everyone today, how are you doing on your stress? Oh yeah, I'm managing my stress. Are you? Did you do, have, when was the last time you like sat with yourself and took some nice deep, deep breaths? You know what I mean? Who has fucking time for that? Like honestly, it's such a simple thing that you can do that has a massive, massive known impact to to, to really calm down your vagus nerve. And yet, you know, everyone, I'm doing all the things. I, I do, used to do this with clients all the time. I'm like, oh, you're doing all the things, yeah? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing all of it. All right, what was the last time you took time to do some deep breathing exercises? And they're like, oh, well, I'm doing other things. Okay, I'm like, but you're not doing that thing, so you're not doing all the things, are you? You know? Um, so a lot of times people, and it's such a simple thing. That's why I use that as an example. It's such a simple, tiny thing that doesn't interrupt anything you're doing in your day. You need to breathe, so you can just deep, deep breathe deeper. Um, so for, so for a lot of reasons, it can be, it can feel harder, but physically your body, like, and a lot of people get tired too, right? They're like, ah, oh, I have program fatigue. Your body doesn't, your body doesn't have program fatigue. Your body is so fucking happy that you're showing up every day, that you're drinking some water, that you're eating good, healthy foods. You're trying to get some sleep. You're managing your stress. Your body is not tired of this process. Think about that for a second. Your body doesn't get tired of this process. It doesn't. It's so fucking happy right now with all everything that you've done, but your brain gets tired and you get tired, right? So then that can make it harder sometimes. That's why you got to keep setting those intentions, set, set those intentions. End of day reflection. You have to keep going, keep going. I, I, like I want to, you know, I want to, I want to rival the big wigs out there in the diet industry. You know, I, I want one day for our program to be covered, um, you know, by insurance, by OHIP, whatever that might be. Um, I want to be up there with the major players, Weight Watchers, Noom, you know, for like a, Needle in a haystack compared to those big guys. Um, you know, I don't want to disrupt the diet industry. I, I want to make it better. 
you know, I want to show up and I want to, you know, take up my space in it. And am I even close to like, man, I, I, I'm here and I'm not only my, I'm not going to Disneyland. I'm trying to get to the fucking moon <laughs> you know what I mean? or Mars. I'm trying to get to fucking Mars. I got to get, I somehow got to find a rocket ship and get up there, man. Um, and, and sometimes that weighs on me, but I'm going to do it. And I, and I, I'm not going to do it. Just not doing anything about it. So I got to keep showing up every single day, every single day, you know? So it can feel harder, but your your body wants it. So hang in there. It's a great question. It's a great question. Hi, Heather. My weight has plateaued at 20 pounds. I'm happy to have reached this goal, even though I have more to lose. I'm glad to even maintain it as my body accepts this as the new norm. Heck yeah. Yeah. And the longer you stay at that weight, not that you want to sit there and like read books and like be patient, but the longer you sit there, the more that's going to be your new weight. That's your new weight. That's it. That's your new weight. That's your new norm. That's where the body's decided. It's where the body's taking time. That's huge. That is huge. You know what I'm saying? And then you just build on that and you build on. And that's the exciting thing for those of you who have a lot of weight to lose is that you are solidifying that weight that you've lost along the way. It takes about three months. Same thing with your skin. It takes about three months. It, that's the reason why I picked three month programs is that there's, there's science behind that. It takes at least three months to create new habits. It takes at least three months to actually make real change in the body, like to actually really, you know, change the foundation of, of your inner workings. <laughs> it takes that time. That's why I chose that three months. That's why I chose that three months. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, Sharon. Good morning. This is my fourth round, and this is the first round I haven't lost as much, but boy, my body is changing. Yeah, it's a perfect example of the body really being like, I need a minute. So it's, it's taking that time to solidify your weight. But if your weight isn't dropping, your body is changing, adjusting to the weight that you've lost. And a big part of that is physical adjustments. Your body changing dress. You can drop dress sizes when your body's doing that. Um, I have had ups and downs and plateaus. And through all of this, mind-body connection has strengthened. Yes, every round is different. And even though the weight loss is slower than my previous rounds, I have learned and continue to learn so much about me. This program was the best gift I could ever give myself. Thank you. Perfect example. Good timing, Sharon. Love that. Good timing. Good timing. Hi, Erin. Uh, oh, I already read that. Where am I going here? Um, can you explain the significance of lemon water and do we continue to drink it into the next session? Um, the significance of lemon water and apple cider vinegar. So just kind of cleansing the palate in the morning when you wake up. Like if you think about having a coffee first, which a lot of people are in the habit of doing, 
What goes well with a coffee? Fresh fruit? You know? No. Fresh food? No. Like even, you know what I mean? Like muffins, bagels, bready things go well with coffee, right? And then we tend to drink our coffee and then we tend to do what? Not drink water for a while after. So big part of the lemon water or the apple cider vinegar is one, instilling good routines. Uh, two is um, cleansing your palate. So you're more likely to drink more water. It gets you hydrated earlier in the morning um, and helps you to make good food choices. It also stimulates your digestive system. So if you, I, just by saying lemon water and apple cider vinegar, I can feel my saliva going. And so your digestive system doesn't get stimulated just when you eat and when you chew. It actually starts from when you smell. And when you smell things, you digest, that can get your digestive system going. And then in your mouth, that the chewing and the excess uh, production of saliva sends a message all the way down to your digestive system and turns your digestive system on. And that gets your body kind of woken up and get going from the get-go. Now, there is a benefit. Um, the lemon water and the um, apple cider vinegar can help people who have acid reflux and such. Um, especially people who are missing their gallbladder. So it can ha help with uh, digestive enzymes and help with digestion of foods. Um, so it's just, it's great in general. A lot of people will swear by it. So a lot of people who get acid reflux, heartburn and such, um, um, will, 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 so, and, and missing gallbladders because your, um, your, your, your gallbladder holds like an extra cup of bile that when needed dumps into your, you know, it helps your body digest, um, process your foods. So that's kind of extra stimulation of di di digestive system can really help with that. Um, so you don't, it's not make or break. It, it's like everything. It just factors into the whole process. Um, so you can absolutely take it. You don't have to, let me just say you, after you've lost your weight, you don't have to keep taking it if you don't want to. I, per, I love lemon in my water. So I mean, I'll drink that all day. Um, but you don't have to, to, to keep doing that in order to maintain your weight. Same thing with supplements. Once you've lost your weight, you don't have to keep taking them to maintain your weight. Although they can be beneficial because a lot of them are just beneficial on a basic level. Like omega-3 is great for brain health. It's great to still, you're going to have to still keep your vitamin D levels up. When you're stressing, your magne magnesium levels drop. It's good to keep up with those. Um, but the lemon water doesn't do anything magical. Like you might be hearing out there in the diet industry, like it's a fat burner. It doesn't burn fat. Um, that it neutralizes the pH of your body. It doesn't do um, it doesn't do a lot of things that the diet industry um, says that it does. So if you're nervous about taking it out, then I don't don't be worried about that. But it's a great practice to have it in. Uh, do we continue to drink it into the next session? Yeah, I, I would continue to build on all the good habits and new habits that you've created. All the little things. I'm a big, massive fan in all the little things that you're doing, adding up and make a big difference. A lot of times people look for big things and that's not it. It's all the little things that you're doing day by day by day that can actually have a really big impact. Um, on and that's one of them. Hi, Danny. Good morning. So I did a bit of thinking. I was on the fence on this being my last round because um, I got to my goal, but I realized I need to solidify my weight one more round. So round four, here I come. Wishing everyone a blessed Saturday. Absolutely love this community. You know why not? You know, I, I believe it or not, I was so against people signing up again. So in my first group, my first group was for free because I was just testing it out, and then people actually signed up. And then I felt like guilty because people were paying me because like I like to talk about weight loss all day. Um, but, you know, I also got a, I got a lot of expensive kids, got to pay my bills, got to work somehow. Um, and um, so people would sign up and I would take them through the program. And my thing was like, I've taught you everything that you need to know. You have perfected the perfect diet for you. You know, you know move forward with your life, continue to lose weight on your own. You don't mean you don't need me. You don't need me anymore. Stop giving me your money. And people would keep coming back and they'd be like, well, I want to do it again. I'm like, you don't need, I used to sit, I used to sit on lives that would go on for hours. I'm like, you don't need to do it again. You don't need to do it again. Um, 
First of all, and then I've realized we have an amazing fucking community and it's not all about me. People really just love having a place to show up and be supported and, you know, with like-minded people who are trying to do the thing. So that was like a real ding, ding, ding moment was this isn't even about me helping people lose weight anymore. It's about our amazing community. So it's just such a nice place to pop in, a positive, safe space. But I, I think to work on any goals that you have, how amazing it would be to have like a great, amazing community to work through anything that you're working through in your life. Like, come on, you know. Um, sometimes you can't, to your point earlier, who was that, Aaron? You, Aaron, you can't, you can't rely on friends and family sometimes. Some people are living in a house full of people and feel completely alone in their lives, you know what I mean? So the community is, is, a, great, is a great reason. Um, I also, you know, realized that people are comfortable with what they know and that came to very quickly realize that, you know, repeating the program again and the structure within it, because I've been doing this for 30 years. Personalizing the plan to lose weight, I love personalizing the plan to lose weight. Not everyone is confident with that. Some people are confident with it and they take it. And we hear months of them later, I reached my goal, been personalizing the plan, did it, thank you. Um, and I just assumed everyone was like me. But what I realized was everyone doesn't have 30 years of experience doing this and helping people lose weight. So they were very nervous, when rightfully so, about introducing personalizing the plan and understanding that as an excellent weight loss method. So they preferred repeating the process. And then group over group, I, I got to realize that repeating the process not only is it beneficial for losing your weight, but huge, massive benefits and just continuing to level up and really getting to that mental element of things, right? Physically calm, mentally calm, getting to that place and kind of really having those two come together. So I've really recognized the benefit in that. But also like, you know, say you don't even need to lose weight anymore, just to, to focus on yourself every day and to, to do the things that you need to do. Manage your stress, get better sleeps, drink your water, remind yourself to eat, like, we make such significant changes in a such short, short period of time, but to really turn them into habits and a really new way of living, which supports the new habits that you have created, that supports the lifestyle that you want to live, takes time. That takes time. So there really is no downside at all in continuing to focus on yourself every day. That's what this is about. Because it's not even doing a diet. It's continuing to show up for yourself every day, continuing to work through your shit, every day it's continuing to manage yourself every day and it not moderate manage manage your stress manage your sleep move your body those things and it's and it's you're making choices you're mindful of your choices you're making every day you gotta eat you know so so there really is no downside to that but i used to be really against this i was also used to be really against a maintenance group <laughs> i always come around <laughs> i was like, what the fuck do you need a maintenance group for you know you work so hard to lose it maintenance is easy um, maintenance comes with a lot of feels. I'm, I have been schooled on by my members in my maintenance group. Um, I have been schooled by them. I, I am learning what they need. And it's, a, it's, it's, it's like losing your weight is one thing, man. Maintaining it, that's like a whole other can of worms. You know, you go from festering your funk and dealing with your shit in your group to like really festering in fear. Like you've done this amazing thing. Now what? You know, and what does that mean? And so many people don't trust themselves and their changes that they've made. And it's a whole other conversation, um, which is really super cool. Um, I love the maintenance group. I love the conversations we have over there. It's a small group right now. So if you if you sign up for the maintenance group and you roll over into the maintenance group, it's really cool because we have a whole team of people over there too, but not a lot of members yet. There isn't 26,000, there's 2,500 in there because it's our first group. And um, it's a cool conversation happening over there. It really is. It really is. Uh, let me see if I gotta scroll down. Uh, where are we? I feel better to handle Christmas holidays. Hi, Christina, this year. Thank you, Gina. Program. First program and down just over 20 pounds. Yes! 
I love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. I, first of all, I love that you stuck around. You know, this is not, it blows my mind that people follow through on this program. It is not easy. We're trying to make it easier. We've been, I've just shot a bunch of new videos, short and concise and precise. Like my videos used to be like 18 minutes long. I'd repeat things 10 times. I like, you know what I mean? I've learned a lot. Um, we've really revamped a lot of the information. The book, oh, the book is going to be a game changer. Um, a lot of those posts I haven't, I haven't seen in like five years. I've just been writing them on the fly, 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 writing them as needed. And now I've taken time to go through them, every single word, taking every single question that was ever asked about them, any little bit of confusion and clearing it up, man. Oh, it's going to be a fucking game changer. Um, and I, I don't know how people have been losing weight on that, but here you are. It's not an easy thing, my point, to make it through the program. I'm so happy that you're here, honestly. Um, so thank you for putting your faith in us. First program and down just 20 pounds. I did have my ups and downs, but made me go over all the fields and understand and remember all the things on plan. I'm signed up for the next group and looking forward to having the community and the guidance to get to my family in forever. This, right? This, this, this. Uh, hi, Sandra. I'm sick today and completely bloated. You have mentioned before about retaining water while you're sick. Why is this? Because your body, because sickness is, is your body detoxes when you're sick. It's trying to get the sickness out. It can't do that unless it's able to detox properly. And water is one of the most important things you need to do that. So your water is retaining water. Uh, your body's retaining water in order to get the detox the sickness out. Same thing when you get, if you get a menstrual cycle, your weight goes up, your body retains water. Right? Same thing when you're about to drop fat. Your body retains water because it's about to detox. So it's all about that detox process. We have a whole science post on this. Um, I want to talk about those. Today we posted our last science post, maintenance and the microbiome. The science, like they're sciency, right? They're, they're, they're meant to be science. Um, we just got some exciting news, actually. I'm just debating if I, I think I can talk about it. Um, I'll talk about the science posts first. First of all, the science posts are, are really interesting because they, they tie into the program, the process with what's happening in your body, but they're written in a way that you can understand. They're written for people to understand and uh, not to show what we know, right? Um, so you should be checking those out. Ruth Kane and her team, I don't know if you saw the post at the University of Ottawa are studying the Libby method, um, just online learning, how people are learning, implementing changes and the sustainability of it, which is really cool. So that's why I'm asking you to do that survey um that survey that we have coming up on monday but we just found out oh my gosh we just found out um yesterday so um ruth and her team um they're applying we, we obviously want to get the living method out there and um every year there's some really big obesity conferences where like the, the people go uh and talk about this um there's there's one in switzerland um there's one i can't remember where it is and there's one in vancouver and we were talking about just trying to get in there. And we thought there's no fucking chance that we are going to get in there. Like, it's like, it's not going to happen. So we were like, you know what? Let's send our team. Let's have the team go there and, you know, at least see what it's all about and, and be around people. Well, fuck me. They actually got accepted. So they got accepted to do an e-presentation at the fucking obesity conference in Whistler. Like, I cannot, I don't know if you know how huge this is. This is like being about be, being accepted into the community of people really trying to figure out what to do with our obesity epidemic. My God, um, we found this news out yesterday. So I'm, I'm, if you're in the maintenance group, I'm, I'm going to talk to Ruth. She's going to talk about this. I don't know if she's going to talk about it. She's probably going to be like, we can't tell anyone yet, but I just totally did. <laughs> um, but we're going to talk to her about that. But yeah, so so really, this is why this is why that survey that we're that we're sending out on Monday is really important. This is not a joke. Like 
It's really important. And the information that we get from you guys helps us to level up and just know what people need to, to, to make a difference. You know, oh, it's so cool. So cool. So cool. Um, but yeah, detox. Sorry. Sorry, Sandra. Detox. That's why. Um, and that's why you crave carbs and sugar. If you don't, if you're not hydrated enough, you'll crave carbs and sugar when you're sick. You're either going to not be hungry at all, you'll find, or you'll crave carbs and sugar like crazy. Your body doesn't want carbs and sugar because it doesn't want to process and digest things that are hard. It wants to get that sickness out. So water, 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 especially when you're craving carbs and sugar. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. I know I gotta go. Yep. Uh, woke up with leg cramp last night. Found out it was a lack of enough water yesterday. I was sidetracked to keep track. Yeah, so making sure you are drinking enough water, making sure also adding salt, electrolytes, you know, maybe bump up your potassium as well. Could also be, Kathy, like, you know, being more active. The more energy you have, the better you feel, the more active do we tend to be. We forget about that, you know, we're more, we're doing more yard work, we're going for more walks. Um, that can also lead into cramps. Cramps can happen for a lot of reasons. Let me scroll down and see if I got some questions over here. I can hear my team upstairs uh, waiting on me. Hi, Karen. Uh, program three for me, down 55 pounds this round, uh, though I've been, I've been maintaining. Can you tell me, does, that, does it happen that when I weigh more but was losing, I felt thinner than I do now after solidifying for three months? A fat, a fat day at any weight, I get that. Okay, let me read this again. Uh, down 55 pounds this round, though I have been maintaining. Okay, good. Can you tell me, does it happen that when I weigh more but was losing, I felt thinner than I do now after solidifying for three months? Yeah, this is your body like settling in and making, this is a good sign. It means your new weight is your new norm. So all your feels are aligned with that. So after you lose a large amount of weight, you, you kind of feel a little disconnected and you're not even really recognizing the weight that you've lost. That's the thing. That's because like you, you, your body has to connect with your new weight. So I know it's it's great to feel like you're losing, right? And feel that slimmer. It could also be, it could also be, so so let me say that is a thing. And then that's where that whole concept, like when you when you when you can lose 50 pounds and then you get to a point, and this is when the weight has time to settle. That all of a sudden, when you have a fat day, you feel the same. You feel just as fat as you felt with that extra 50 pounds. And, and I'm using that word. I know I can use that word like that in here for you guys. You know what I mean? You feel bloated. You feel gross. You feel, uh, you know, you feel the same. It doesn't change. And then that gets a lot of people off guard because they think, oh, my God, I've lost 50 pounds. I've lost 100 pounds. I should feel like skinny mini around here. Why do I still feel exactly the same way as I felt? And this is why a lot of people will go and this is what they decide after they've maintained their weight for a bit to go for a little bit more. You know, which you can you can totally do. Only only you know how you feel. So this is a good sign that um, that things are really settling for you. I've signed up for the January group because I see that I can lose more. Yeah, exactly. So this is very normal. After that kind of settles, right? You that feeling and this, but that is a great sign that your body actually this is your new this weight is becoming your new weight and everything is settling around that. So you're you're connected. You know what I mean? Um, so that's a good thing. And this happens a lot where people are like, oh, I feel amazing, feel good, I've lost, I'm good, I'm good, I'm, I don't need to lose anymore, I feel amazing. Then their weight settles and they're like, oh, well, you know, now that I've been sitting at this weight for a while, I feel like uh, that voice comes back like, hey, you know, you could you could go for more. Some people don't and they're like, I'm good, whatever, but other people, and this is where, you know, you, you can decide, you know, if you want to go for more, go for more. Um, it could also be that, you know, three groups later, you're maybe adding things in that you weren't adding before, or you're picking up on some food sensitivities that you're not, you're feeling so, that aren't like jiving with your system so well. I don't know if it's like discomfort or it's just kind of that, you're not getting that like feeling when you're losing again. So that could be something too. Um, you know, maybe you're adding in more bread and you have a little bit of a gluten. I mean, everyone, 
is sensitive to gluten, but you're noticing that you're a little bit more tolerant to a dairy, stuff like that, that can maybe affect, could be hormones and stress too. Um, I've been dealing with this lately, um, especially in my tummy, it's getting better. I went through a period where I was so, so super stressed. I still am. <laughs> I still am. Um, this is where I stopped drinking coffee. And, and, and my tummy was like, I, right when I was talking to Dr. Paul, actually, it was the last conversation. I've just been stressed and stressed and stressed. Not like, oh my God, I'm stressed. I love my life. I, it's all really great stress, but it's still stress nonetheless, especially when it's kid stress. Kid stress will really get you. Um, and um, I just was feeling off and my, my weight kept going up no matter what I did. And my belly just kind of like started to stick out and... Then I talked, then I had that conversation with Dr. Paul and he start, and started talking about cortisol levels and stress levels and how you get that feeling, heavy feeling around your stomach. That was me. And then I was like, ding, ding, ding. You can see it if you watch the video. As soon as he said that, I'm like, fuck, that's fucking, it's exactly what's happening to me. So I've done a mass, mad push. That's why I'm in my onesie. <laughs> I'm back in my onesie. <laughs> so I'm back in my onesie because I need to just calm the fuck down um, and, um, really work on decreasing my cortisol level. So I, I, so I stopped drinking coffee. Um, really, I, I had like, you know, the other night I went for dinner, I had a glass of red wine, but not drinking like a lot, like I used to do. Um, and so I've really taken out alcohol and exercise moving my body, really trying to manage my stress. And I've noticed my stomach went from being hard and, and kind of really coming out and thicker and heavier to like really now softening and feeling a lot better so my point is it could be stress levels that are causing if you feel like you're just kind of ugh, a little off a little you know here's the thing you know your body best and i don't know and i'd love to have this conversation too so it could be normal and your body just solidifying your weight and that that's that's totally normal could be that your stress levels are higher and your, your hormones are a little off or adjusting right um it could be that you have some off foods that are that are factoring into that so it could be a few things could be a few things Hi, Lynn. I've been on medication for years for acid reflux. Since starting this program, I have not had to take the medication. This is the best weight loss program ever. I've reached my goal and signed up for the second round to solidify my knowledge of the program. Best money I've ever spent. Okay, I want to talk about Lynn. I love this because remember, I don't know, half hour ago when we were talking about the lemon water and apple cider vinegar. You know, here's the thing, and I don't know um, if you've been doing that, but that's the little things that you've been taking. Plus, the program has massive focus on digestion. Plus, your body's actually leveling up and helping health issues. Like all the little things that you're adding up with this process are making a big difference, right? That that's where that kind of all factors in. Um, I do have to get going. I do want to stay here, and I'd love to talk about my happy place. I would love to sit here and talk all day. Hi, uh, Lena. I went to a friend's fiftieth birthday party last night. In the past, I would have starved all day, ate crap at the party, felt guilty the whole time. The next day, yes, this. This is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. Yes. This is where you can't get back into those old habits. Yes. Yes. This is why you got to not fall back into old habits over the holidays and why you're going to be just fine. You're going to be just fine. Went to a friend's 50th birthday party last night. In the past, I would have starved all day, ate crap at the party, felt guilty the whole time the next day. Yes. Not this time. Felt calm. Felt in control. Felt in tune. In tune. In tune. Felt in tune. Had a great time, ate like a regular day, asked myself the questions, not all four, but maybe three. That's good. And instead of focusing on food, focused on people, starting with myself. A bit tired today, late night, but feel calm and proud. Taken 82 days, but the mind is starting to clue in. Drop the mic. Drop the fucking mic. That, that's it. And I want you to take this whole vibe into the holidays. The work that you have done has paid off. It has made a difference. It's going to continue to make a difference. You know your body. You're in tune with it. 
Don't fall back into old habits. You want to talk about how to gain weight back? Fall back into those old habits. Don't. Don't starve yourself all day, which causes the body to feel the need to store fat. Then overeat, which causes the body to feel the need to store fat. Then starve yourself the next day and get on yourself, which just reinforces that. Because that's kind of how you got here in the first place. Some of you, you know? And we know this. This is all part of it. This is a total vibe. This, I'm going to leave on this note. This is a total vibe. Um, I love that so much. That's a huge. That is just so huge. So, so huge. In tune, in tune, in tune. We're not trying to moderate. We're not trying to control. We're just trying to be in tune. That's what we're trying to do. Work with ourselves here. Um, I love this. Love this conversation. Straight up, straight talk, though. Um, we have uh, seen a definite uprise in membership picks. People buying our membership the last little bit, of course, as we do when the program winds down. I know it is not on people's minds, but if you do have any friends or family who are interested, tell them to sign up sooner rather than later. And I say this, I don't have to sell out my program. It sells out on its own every single year. But what I feel gutted about is the thousands of people who message my admin team after we've sold out and we're done. It's not a sales thing. So it's not a sales thing. I know some of you know because you didn't get in. Once we sell out, we sell out, we shut it down. We do not open it back up for any reason. Oh, my friend and my 10 friends and my 50 relatives are in. You don't get in. So we're very serious about this. And the reason why is because we have staff and a certain number of people that can only serve a certain number of people with the groups. So we're, we're monitoring what's happening with our app situation. We're monitoring what's happening with our staffing situation. We're monitoring those numbers. That's what we do. So we, we are all about customer service and quality service. That's what's most important. Our last group, we didn't, we shut it down at the same numbers of the spring. We purposely did not grow our group when we could have added 10 more thousand people. So in the September, we could have added 10 more thousand people that we chose not to because we wanted to just strengthen our foundation. We wanted to work on building our team. And that's 10,000 people who didn't get in probably from last group. We're going to be wanting to get in this group. Plus, it's January. So just giving you guys a heads up. I'm going to be drilling this home this past week because it always happens. People don't get in. So if you know anyone, tell them. Sign up sooner rather than later. Um, have an amazing freaking rest of your day. Have an amazing weekend, everyone. Pop into the group. Remember, I'm not checking in on Sunday, but we do post the guidelines early. We start breaking down maintenance for those of you who are ready. Uh, more of the same, personalizing that plan, doing all the things to get, keep that scale moving uh, next week. Plus, we're going to break down next steps. Have an amazing day, everyone. Check in later. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 